Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to episode four of this week's talk show for talkers. And we are fortunate because we have our guest from two days ago, Howard Balkin, is still with us. And Howard mentioned in that interview that he's a member of Salford Speakers. Howard, I'm delighted that you could stay with us for this particular episode as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about your club, Salford Speakers? Yeah, um, Salford Speakers, just before COVID, we had about, I think it was 32 or 34 members. And of course, um, we then went into lockdown in the UK and um, we found, and I believe it's quite the same with a lot of other clubs, that a lot of members didn't like Zoom. Mm-hmm. So we had quite a dropout. Um, we are now meeting again in person. And whilst we actually have 22 members still, so we lost 12, uh, we have picked up some new members this year. Um, we're only down to about 10 to 11 people attending the meetings at the moment. Um, we have great fun. I think that's the important thing. Um, I have, for my sins, decided to be the Vice President uh, of Education again. So uh, we have... For, I think, the last five years, been a distinguished president's club or a president's distinguished club. Um, And I'm very keen to try and continue that uh, tradition. Um, I would love to get the full 10 points, of course, but we're happy to settle at nine points every year. And um, I keep trying to push people to complete their uh, assignments or their pathways levels. Uh, I think we've got five points so far. We're one new member away, which I think we've just got from getting another point. Uh, We've got two members um, next weekend doing their training. So that's another, so we'll have seven. Uh, So we've got three or four months to hopefully continue to be a distinguished president's club. I'm the area director at the moment for N48, uh, and I really have enjoyed my year. Uh, And I have put myself forward to be considered as a uh, divisional director. So uh, hopefully I will continue my leadership role. That's fantastic, Howard. That's brilliant. And that is real leadership. And Salford, just like Blarney, Blarney has been in existence since 1975. So we're coming up to our 50th year in, in three years' time, and we're looking forward to that. But like that, no, we, we strive for presidents distinguished every year as well. And just like Salford, in fact, we're not as fortunate as you, but our club hemorrhaged members as well because of the fact that people didn't like, they were working on Zoom during the day. And yes. then they were they didn't want to be coming on at night as well for more Zoom. They were just Zoomed out. But one thing I have found about it, and you can let me know what you feel about this, what I have found about since we did go on Zoom, it has given us the opportunity to get members from different parts of the world 
That happened to us, but um, the thing we wanted to make very clear, we haven't gone down the hybrid route. Okay. Mm. And uh, what we have actually done is there is a club within my uh, area that is internet only. Okay. And what we've done is referred those people from overseas to the internet group, and some have joined. Others, um, unfortunately, uh, someone joined from Stoke and somebody joined from Preston, and they have now drifted away because there's no club in Preston and there's no club in Stoke. Oh, I see, right. So I know the thinking of starting a club, and I've handed the names over because I don't want to lose them as members if they'll stay with another club. Of course. Of course. And then, you know, you have the opportunity just to tell them that they, they also have an opportunity to be a member of two clubs. Yes. You know? I mean, the, the great thing for me is, I don't know whether you can remember, uh, I did visit Blarney because Paul persuaded me to give a speech on... Oh, you remember. I remember that, yeah. Finally. yeah. In fact, that inspired me to get in touch with you for this show. Yeah, because uh, that speech, in fact, was a speech that I had actually prepared before I became an area director. I wanted to in, uh, use that speech as... Um, my uh, international speech, uh, but I had to obviously bail out because you're not allowed to enter the competition if you hold oh, off. That's your unlucky there, yeah. That was unlucky, yeah. yeah. But you know, that just prompts me to, to say to you also that a decision taken by us as a committee, and I'm the president of Blarney this year, so obviously I was part of the decision. We have decided, we haven't decided on hybrid as such, yes. But we have decided that we're going to stay on Zoom until the right. end of this Toastmaster season. So oh, until June. So we're completely Zoom. So if you have any members who are interested in just staying on Zoom or if they, they, they'd be more than welcome to come to Blarney to, to visit us as a guest. And if they thought what they saw was nice, if they wanted to join up, if they were only interested in joining from an internet perspective, then we're there for that. And that's one of the great things about Toastmasters, mm-hmm. um, especially with it being on Zoom, is if you've got a couple of hours to kill, you can literally go on to Toastmasters International and put in internet meetings and uh, join a meeting. I've been to, so far, uh, I've visited Singapore, uh, I've visited Sri Lanka, um, I went to visit um, my relations, our members of Toastmasters in Melbourne. It was uh, an early morning meeting, shall we say. But it's just amazing who you can actually get to speak to. It is, yeah. 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 And you know, you made a very good point Saturday when we were talking about Toastmasters, you you referred to us Toastmasters and the people who join Toastmasters as a family and you're so right there. Yeah. It is like a family because I've asked a question before and I'll ask you this question as well. Do we seek out Toastmasters or does Toastmasters seek us out? No, we're not. I mean, believe it or not, uh, you might. I'm actually a professional Toastmaster as well. Oh, that's interesting. I believe so it. Yeah. I I actually wear the red coat. Oh, uh, and do you have the bell and the hat? Uh, wedding? No, no, that's that's a town crier. 
Oh, that's the tour. Oh, yeah, I thought that was the Toastmaster. Yeah, the Toastmaster uh, attends weddings and uh, uh, sort of civic occasions and things like that. So, uh, but that gave me the confidence to do it. You know, Toastmasters International gave me the confidence to dress up in the red coat. Uh, and um, uh, one of these days, I've decided I'm going to do a Toastmasters international Toastmasters speech, I think. Oh, you'll have to do that. You'll have to invite yeah. us. That. that would be... I mean, that means... What that means, then, is that you're in there at the wedding and you announce the bride and groom as they announce come in. Announce the bride and groom in the speeches and... Uh, and you introduce... Show you're like the best man so. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's very interesting. So you've turned the Toastmasters hobby into a little business. Uh, well, uh, uh, it was a separate thing, unfortunately. Um, about 20 years ago, I got major heart problems and I had to give up the job that I was actually doing. And I, was looking, I was looking for something a lot easier to do and I came across Toastmasters. Fantastic. And yeah. I became a red coat. So, uh, and then I rejoined Toastmasters International. It's superb. So you were bringing some fantastic skills to the organisation. So as as a Toastmaster. Yeah. That's superb. That's superb. And I'm going to have to ask you this too before we finish up on this particular episode. You said that you originally started your Toastmasters career in Johannesburg. Yes. And and how many at that at that particular time? How many clubs would there have been, and how popular would it have been in South Africa? Oh, it was very popular. Oh, that's interesting, huh? Uh, all the major cities in uh, South Africa, from Pretoria, uh, Johannesburg had several clubs, uh, Durban, Port Elizabeth, East London, Cape Town, Bloemfontein. So all the major towns had Toastmasters clubs. That's interesting. Yeah, and I remember we, Mario, my jog, my memory here, we interviewed a lady who was the uh, Region 10 advisor. She's from South Africa. Mara, what was that lady's name again? Uh, you've got you me there, Ted. I would have to look it up. Yes, I remember yeah, I, that I, interview I can very see well. The lady's face in front of me. She would have been our last regional advisor before this one. Yes. Before the regional advisor we have now. And she was a wonderful lady and she was South African. Oh. And she was a fantastic regional advisor as well. Very um, generous with her time and with the help she used to give us all, you know. Yeah. So, Howard, again, it's, I have to thank you for being a fantastic guest and for staying with us for the entire show. And I know I'm going to meet you again at some future Toastmasters meetings. And I hope that we can meet again at one of our district conferences where we can have a coffee or a, a glass of something stronger, if that's if that's your pension. Absolutely. Well done. Thank you, Howard. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Ted. Thank you. And we'll see you all again next week. And that's a wrap from me, Ted Melanthi, and our very special guest, Howard Balkin. Thank you, Howard, for staying with us as long as you did. Welcome, Ted, and I'll see you at Blarney. Please, God. Yeah, please, God. Thank you very much, Howard. It's been a pleasure. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.